Hello podcasters again, welcome to another edition of Out of the Saddle presented by Healthy Scoop. My name's Coach Hendy and I'm sitting here with my good mate Chuck Coyle. G'day. G'day mate, how's it going? Ah, true blue over here mate. <laughs> you sound like you've got an Aussie accent or something even though I'm a Kiwi. Yeah, I was born in Australia. <laughs> so what have we got coming up today Chucky? Uh, we have got a young punk kid we have known, I have known, for forever, since he was probably about 15. Uh, so it's been really cool to see someone come up through the junior ranks and do so well. Uh, one of the few Colorado natives, Alex Howes. Interesting. And um, yeah, it just so happens that I'm actually going to the same world championships with Alex Howes. And yeah. Uh, in Bergen, in Norway, I'm actually going as a coach, with, uh, assistant coach, with the USA cycling team. So it's going to be it's going to be good to be on the other side of the uh, of the fence, so to speak, and and uh, and help the young guns. So let's see if we can't get hold of Alex on the phone and have a chat to him. Alex. Alex, how you doing? Greg Henderson speaking. Andy, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? I'm just looking at your uh, your WhatsApp photo here, and you're on a big sailboat. What are you doing there, mate? Look, looks impressive. Sailing, man. Whereabouts are you? <laughs> uh, that was the the team camp that we did a couple of years back in the British Virgin Islands. Nice, really nice. So I'm sitting here with a good mate of mine who's known you for a number of years, Chuck Coyle. How are we doing, Alex? Oh, man. Chuck, what's up, buddy? How are you doing, big guy? Is this Alex or is this you Max know? Speed? Max Power, bro. Max Power. Oh, <laughs> Andy and I were talking about it, and I couldn't remember. I was telling him the story of how you would uh, show up at local cross races in your uh, Lucha Libre mask, destroy the field. And then pull out at the end because you probably weren't supposed to be racing. Yeah, we can't talk about that on the podcast. No. I, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking that was about? Max Power. That was Max Power. <laughs> no, I'm talking about this other guy, Max Power. Hey, so uh, let's, let's quickly have a chat about, um, about this, this season, uh, 2017. Um, I got to race quite a bit of it with you, the, the Cascade, uh, the Colorado. I didn't get to do Alberta, but, um, mate, what a... What a season was it five, five or six victories this year oh it was a good good second half yeah the first half sucked but you know what well, what was going on in the first half uh i don't know it's kind of one thing after another i had like a, a mystery knee thing that just kind of shot up out of nowhere um i had this like uh i don't know how to put it any other way but i had this like giant pimple on my head that <laughs> put me on put me on antibiotics for like two and a half weeks and like just nuked me. Sort of like a head saddle sore. It, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> it was so they, what they thought it was was uh like I guess if you if you like consistently irritate scar tissue, you can get like a kind of a node going in there, and then that can if that little node kind of ruptures. Um, you can have problems and it was underneath an old 
like impact wound that I had that was underneath uh, like my helmet pad. And so I don't know. You stack a couple thirty-hour weeks on each other, and you're wearing your helmet every day. And like saying, you know, you got like the biggest zit on the on the planet. And <laughs> you've got the, you've got like, the forehead saddle saddle sore. Oh man, it was gnarly. Like it was like full. You ever see the movie The Revenant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it kind of got down to about like that. I mean, it was like we had like an exorcism in the bathroom, and like I don't know, had the Leatherman out and. Oh, it was, Jesus, it was I don't think we need to hear it. But anyway, yeah, that's knocked you around. You're antibiotics, you're crook as a dog. So, yeah, I've often found sometimes when you've got a slightly, uh, you know, slower start to to the season, your last half can actually be ripping, and that seems to seems to be what's happened for you. Did you win the mountain class in the Basque country as well? <laughs> yeah. I mean... Um... Jesus, yeah, we, you know how? Do you know how? Of course you do. That is just the maddest tour on the planet. This one, one race I refused to do just because of how steep those climbs were. And you've gone and won the, the mountains class. I there's a little asterisk next to my name though. I don't know if you saw it on the results. <laughs> what says, what uh, does that mean? It says a uh, KOM winner, in the easiest, pace basket ever. Oh right, oh, yeah, sure. I think you might be playing that down a little bit. We had, we had we had good weather. It was like practically flat. It was great. Practically was great. flat. Yeah, I believe yeah, that. Yeah, you right. retired early, man. I retired too early. Yeah. Nah, man. Exactly. I promise you, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> so um, well, yeah. yeah. So we were talking about a few results. We we're just yapping away, and I said, just just chatting away. And I said, one of the things I really noticed, and I saw one of your interviews, it was like. You seem like you've got that uh, well, that sort of killer, that, that mongrel in you that will sort of, I think that's probably why you're quite a successful bike rider is you, it's that I will not let this guy beat me. You know, it's like I remember with the interview, um, that Breckenridge stage in Colorado when Stetner was just trying again and again to drop you. And, you know, and, and on paper, he probably should have been able to do it. And then you just would not, you're like a, you know, like a dog to a bone, you know, just hanging on for dear life. And then, of course, you can sprint a little. So you pump them all in the sprint. So do you think that's uh, definitely one of your attributes to to being such a successful bike rider? I mean, I think that's probably the only reason I'm any good. <laughs> you got that mongrel. So honest. Yeah, it's, it's all mongrel. Um, I mean, you, you take me to the lab and uh, probably shouldn't have been a bike racer, but... I don't know. I've got they said that, the same uh, thing about Cavendish, didn't they? It's like how many years they tell Cav, mate, you'll never make a professional. Same, exact same thing. He's uh, He didn't do too bad for himself. They said the same yeah, thing about yeah. me, but I was actually pretty average. <laughs> <laughs> they were sort of correct. <laughs> Less mongrel, man. Less mongrel. Well, that's that's good to have, that, that fighting spirit. And, was, and um, you know, we're going to the world champs now. We're off to, we're off to Norway in a couple of days. And... Um, right. You know, you've got a pretty good track record at the World Championships too. The the distance doesn't seem to phase you, whether it's six, seven hours on the bike. So, um, yeah, I mean, what what is your best result at uh, at a World Championships? Uh, last one I did around uh around twelfth uh, in Richmond there. That's impressive. Uh, which was a good good result. I don't know. It's one of those you look back and you're like, oh man, I probably could have been fifth. 
<laughs> oh yeah, really? But, yeah. So I did the same yeah. one, and I was I was the same. I think I was in a group like thirty seconds down on on Sagan, and then just uh, just from habit rolled in at the back of the, of that group, you know. But if I had have raced that group, you know, I would have been something like twenty fifth or something, you know. I and mean, that'd be a nice result at the World Championships. But instead, you finish fiftieth or something, you know. But it's just from just from habit of uh, you know. I've, can't win this race it's gone but i was still pretty stoked with my ride so yeah like i said getting 12th and then you're thinking what did you not sprint or you, you just missed a move or what was what happened to you uh i, I had one of those moments coming into the last corner where i was like i oh, you gotta move you gotta move now it's like no don't don't uh, wait you know another two seconds and then got a little box and a little swamped and i was like oh, fuck. so you were front group no no question front group yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. Well done. Yeah, so that's, and that's the thing. We're going to go to this race here in uh, in Norway. It's um, you know, on paper, it looks like it should be a a reduced bunch sprint, which I think, you know, if anything suits you down to the ground, it's just going to be how bad's that weather going to be. Um, you know, it's going to be like a rate of attrition. I think. I think it's going to be the weather and the distance and the time. Is just going to slowly, you know, wear wear the riders down, and like you said, you've got the mongrel, you've got the, you've had the result before over the distance, so um, it's, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be, uh, you know, in the car watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's going to be weird having you back there. It's going to be good, but it's going to be weird. I, know, I still I still remember my breakout result in Colorado here, man. I was I was second at the Bannock Criterium, the Greg Henderson. Dang, it was a big deal. That's the that's a local <laughs> that's a local classic. That's essentially you're like Colorado. Classic. That's like Colorado Crit Championships. Yeah, it's like yeah, the, the Athens Twilight of Colorado. <laughs> I should have been wearing my Lucha Libra and gone with Max Power and maybe get, being able to take the title. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, Alex. So I think I, yeah. I, Alex, here's a, here's something for you. So I think I met you when you were on fifty two eighty. You were probably, I don't know, fifteen, sixteen years old when you started coming onto the Colorado scene. And also, you are also one of the few people from Colorado in Colorado. <laughs> I think there's like six of us. <laughs> yeah, is there like a, a special like social or or like banquet you have to go to every year just for your for the natives? Uh, there's a Facebook group, yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, so back then, I've always thought, man, I always liked you, but uh, you're always that like punk kid, always that punk kid. What does punk kid mean in American? Is it the same as New Zealand? What does it mean? Yeah, I'm an asshole. No, no, no. Because <laughs> that's what it means in New Zealand. No, it's more of like a, like a like a like a wise ass. Like, oh, Alex, he's such a little punk kid. But in like, it's more of an endearing term. Not an asshole. No, no, no. Righto. Um, Asshole's not endearing. No. <laughs> but I think ever like since then, I don't think that punk kid's ever gone away. Like, you, like you show up, you'll you know you do these, you know you'll do a cross race. It's the mongrel. Yeah, or like, or just is it just like it's the love, mongrel? Is it the love for cycling that just you know keeps you coming back for all this sort of extracurricular stuff outside of like it's your job? You've been doing it full time for a long time now. But yet you still do all these other really cool cycling things, as well as I see your you know your Instagram posts 
after a big race, you're not afraid to shut it down and get off the bike. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I like, I, I just like racing. You know, I mean, that's probably what it all comes down to. Um, that's you don't get a whole lot of mongrel out of me. Uh, you know, when you see me on the street, but uh, I don't know. I guess it kind of all comes out on the bike. And without that, without that mongrel release on two wheels, uh, I mean, you can ask my girlfriend. I get, I, I get to be a pretty cranky dude. So, you know, I got to show up at, a, at the odd cross race or like short track or uh, I don't know, just maybe just a solo adventure, just to just to keep sane, I suppose. You think it just keeps it all in balance? Yeah, I mean. I'm not going to beat anybody else up, so I'll just beat myself up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a story about that, actually, but we won't go into that today. Uh, I've got another question. Were you shitting your pants when uh, Cannondale Dry Pack folded? What was the, did you have any inside knowledge that the public didn't know, or was there, like, literally, you know, panic stations? Um, I mean, pretty much... We pretty much got the news that uh, almost the same time that the the public got it, and that was because you know the management got the news about the same time we got the news, and blah 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 blah. And it 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 came as a surprise to everybody, basically. Um, I wasn't super calm about the whole situation, but uh, I don't know. I, I had some other options going. Uh, I knew I was going to be racing my bike, uh, but it was kind of a question of, you know, what at what capacity. Um, world tour yeah, or, or, or... World down, tour. Or back here in America. Pro Conti or, you know, I don't know, being a local, local uh, crit champion, you know. <laughs> being Max but, Power again. Yeah, being Max Power again. Finally um, get that bannock, yeah. that elusive bannock win. Yeah, I mean, I heard Hendy was retiring. I was like, oh, man, maybe I'd, maybe I'd do that. have another shot at bannock. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and so it's... But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's EF Education. It's a, it's a Swedish company. Um, so now I think you've officially got the longest title of a team um, on history. So that's something to be yeah. pretty proud of, too. Yeah, I think the full title is uh, EF, EF Education First, uh, presented by Drapak, powered by Cannondale. Um, don't don't quote me on that. I'm like I might have screwed that up. You're uh, pretty close, I think. It's pretty close. It's 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 long. It's long for sure. I wonder what it's going to look like in the result sheets. You know, when you you see on the TV. You know, first, second, third, whatever. Skies, SKY, and then I wonder what yours is going to be now. It's like Ted. Team Education Day Pack. It might, it might just be uh, EFCD or EFDC or something. I don't know. Maybe it'll just be blank. Then we'll figure <laughs> just, it out. This, I don't this know. takes up too much room. No, but it's good. It's, <laughs> it's, and, uh, you know, I've been in the sport for a long time, and I, I absolutely hate it when I see uh, teams fold because it's not just, as you know, it's not just the riders. Typically, the riders will be fine, you know, we'll, yeah, find that's, another that's job. really it's, it. It's you know, the staff, I mean, you know. That they, there's, you know, 50 staff that have to find jobs and there's 26, 28 bike riders that have to find jobs. So it's, 
yeah, it's just it's never a good time for for cycling when when a team folds. So it's yeah, it's it's great news that this this teams that well this uh, this company's come on board to help with the you know keep it going for a, another year or so. How, do you know the actual uh, length and the detail and anything like that? Uh, I'm pretty sure they signed on for three years. Oh, well, that's great, um, isn't it? Yeah, good. Yeah, so it's and they they're they're really excited about it, and I mean we're really excited about having them on. I think it's a pretty socially relevant sponsor for cycling, and I think it uh it's a really good match. You know, they're they're in 50 countries around the world, and um, cycling's all over the place. So yeah, I I don't know. I, hopefully, it'll be something that that's around for quite a while. Oh, really good. It was interesting to see also how how well the crowdfunding actually worked for your team, because no one's ever tried anything like that. Well, that's not exactly entirely true. There was a couple of those Aussie teams, or that crowdfunding never seemed to work. What's that? The Linda McCartney team. Remember they tried to do a crowdfunding exercise and just I think I think um, Phil Liggett got on board and they just couldn't drum up the the necessary funds so that unfortunately that team had to fold so that's what i was like a little nervous when they were going let's crowdfund let's crowdfund it's like oh this you know typically in the past it hasn't worked that well and then yeah the sponsor came on board i think i, th- I think yeah it was I, I think the i mean part of the reason is probably that crowdfunding's a little more i don't know socially acceptable now uh it's a little more well-known and mainstream um you know you can just kind of get online and click go versus back in the linda mccartney days i don't yeah you had to get a cashier's check and mail it to a certain address or something <laughs> no you're probably right yeah and then probably quite a bit of cbf sitting about then as well but that said i think that it it speaks a lot to to the fans of the of the team and uh and i think it also kind of kind of highlights the fact that uh, I don't know the the general population and their well the general cycling population is you know supportive of, of you know the team's ethos of, of clean racing and yeah um, you know just trying to within popular the race team. trying to mix things up and definitely um, a popular team yeah, a lot know, of characters a, on there it's a well loved team a lot of different characters on there which you know not your typical you know Hundred percent boring cyclist. There's yeah, you got all sorts of different characters on there. Doesn't make them any more or less professional. It's just it's just nice to see. And I think yeah, the Americans support that sort of thing a lot also. So it's um ah it's it's fantastic news. It's obviously fantastic news for cycling, but you know it's, it takes a lot of pressure off yourself and and I can imagine you know everyone else on the team. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I guess it's uh. It's time to get to work and keep being a, a, a weird pro. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And, and like uh, an this eccentric, is a, well-loved pro. Yeah, and also, Max, this is like your best year probably by far. I think it was your coming out party. You think when you won that stage at uh, Colorado in 2014? Yeah. yeah. That was like your big sort of coming out to the – you know, hey, I, I'm I'm a gamer. I can close it in these big races. And ever since then, you've come better and better. And then this year, you know, you've just sort of 
sort of blown the roof off of it. Um, it's been that's been really cool to see. What do you see in like the coming years? You're how how old are you now? Fifteen, seventeen now? <laughs> twenty nine now, man. Twenty nine. Does that make you old or me old? Um, I think we know the. I think we know the both, answer to I that. think we're both old now, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> um, but you, you know, you're only twenty nine. You could easily race. Like Hendy just turned forty one. You easily got ten, twelve, sort of as as long as you want to race. Do you see yourself? Hey, I I I just want to do this for as long as I can because I've got a great gig, or you know, or have you not not thought about it, or I don't know. When when you say easily race for ten, twelve more years, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if easily is the word to use. Well, I think because you're mongrel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, yeah. I think I think I think you're talented enough. If you want, you could race for as long as you want. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm I'm not looking to retire anytime soon. Um, definitely want to go uh, through the Tokyo Olympics um, at the very least certainly like to go to the Tokyo Olympics. Um, so, I mean, minimum another four more years. And then, uh, if they don't take me to that one, I guess I'll have to do another four. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep riding until they take you. Yeah, I mean, I might be 55 before I do my first Olympics. Oh, no. I remember, I think... We were just again discussing before we we came before we rang you. It was um, the stage you won in uh, it was stage seven, the US USA Pro Cycling Challenge, but the day before you got second to Keel. Is that correct? Um, I don't know if it was the day before. I got I ran second to him uh, on the first stage. Yeah, actually. On the first stage, right. Yeah, and then you were just thinking, that's where I was sort of thinking again, here goes this guy that goes, right, I'm not letting you beat me again. I'm going to beat you today. So that's what I see. When I see you race, that's that's the sort of, uh, yeah, sort of the feeling I get is like, well, it's not happening, mate. Like, if I set my mind to it, it's not happening. So it's, again, definitely one of those attributes that, makes great bike riders and it's it's good to see that I, you've got I think it. I need to set my mind to beating Valverde instead of just keel you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I think maybe maybe in a couple of weeks time maybe set your mind to beating Christoph or Sagan or just same thing you're not dropping me you're not dropping me and I reckon you'll be in the money there in the uh at the world championships yeah, it's not about the money. It's about the hardware there, man. Oh, that's just a saying in the money. I mean, like, in the game, like, in the, yeah. But, yeah, no, totally. It's definitely about the hardware. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, man. Good team. Unfortunately, we, um, yeah, so what's, unfortunately, it looks like we might have some, some bad weather, but, I mean, it's it's just one of those things, you know, it's it's the world champs. It's uh, It's once a year. It's the rainbow jersey. It could be, and you know 40 degrees like it was the year before or 15 degrees in rain which is possible for this year it's like it doesn't matter does it you know it's it's the world champs you just go for it yeah i mean it's funny with big races like worlds and i don't know liege and i imagine roubaix and everything you can you think about it you know the weather all the time and the competition and I mean, there's this huge build up and pressure leading up to it but once you're going, you, I don't, you don't even, you don't feel it. You don't think about it. 
you don't feel the heat, you don't feel the rain. It's like if it's hot, you drink a little extra water. If it's cold, you just pedal harder. That's true. Just pedal <laughs> There's harder. not much to it. Just make the blood flow a bit faster. Yeah, no, you did right. That's true though, and yeah, it's when you get in the, especially when you get in the finals. You know, it's like I remember doing you know numerous lead outs and and you know finishes, and obviously I've studied the roadmap and I've studied the course and. But I couldn't tell you in the last couple of Ks exactly what happened and who chopped my wheel. And it's sort of you get in the zone where it just it's like this flow state, and you just it just happens. And I think when you know you're in the game, when you're in the you're in the process for for a top result at a World Championships, it's it's a similar sort of feeling. Oh, for sure. You ever do you ever watch this, watch uh, like watch a lead out after you did it? I've seen a few, yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's um, yeah, it's one of those oh, things good. where you don't, you, I didn't even realize Quickstep was coming up on the right, you know, it was like, as far as I'm concerned, get, they they weren't I always there. Always get or, super scared. What's that? I always get super scared. I, like I watch it, I'm like, man, this is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just yeah, that's this the different different type of athlete that you know. And yeah, I I think a lot of my attributes came from my track cycling. You know, it was just my my bunch awareness and my positioning and, and that's where you know obviously I forged that relationship with Andre pretty well but um I think yeah like we were talking about that flow state is when you know you when you know you're up for grabs there's it, you couldn't care less whether it's it's windy whether it's hot whether it's cold it's 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 game on and you're in it it's just time to race good mate Good. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. I really appreciate it. And uh, what day are you flying over? Uh, flying over the 19th. Get to the 20th. Do a big ride on the 21st in the rain. And uh, that ought to do it. Yeah, I think the work's done. The condition's obviously very, very good. I can see... Um, where did you finish overall in Alberta? Was it second or third overall? Uh, it was third, yeah. Yeah. So the condition's good. Now it's about staying healthy. Uh, more or less, yeah. Got to pull in a little more endurance here, I think. A couple of big days there, but that's the thing. Yeah, every now and then they like to do that. A couple that, big days. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So the body out. knows what seven hours feels like. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, just going to go cruise. Just I'm going to knock out seven hours. No big deal. Well, it's not cruising, Chuck. It's not cruising. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't cruise, mate. No, 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 there's no more, there's big, no more big chain ring everywhere. Yeah, man, uphill, downhill, max power, <laughs> max power everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anybody who listens to this podcast has to keep that that alias on the down low. Cause, uh, <laughs> hey, all seven of you. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was hoping to uh, you know maybe continue my run on the local crossing. You could always change your name. As long as no one forwards it to Cookson, you know, be all right. <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> I'm going to go on limb and think you're safe. I think you're safe there, brother. Right, yeah, mate, I'm really yeah. looking forward to hooking up with you in uh, in Norway. Um, and don't let Hendy talk into their uh, the track team. He's, <laughs> he's going to be going full gas recruiting you for the endurance team. What, what you really need, Alex, you just need track time. I reckon I can make a yeah, good man. points race rider out of you, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what do you think of Madison? 
Madison, beautiful. Best best event there is. Yeah, yeah. Love All right. Madison. All right, that'll be the next podcast. <laughs> next podcast sounds good, brother. All right, I'll see you yeah. over in uh, I'll see you over in Norway, mate. And take care, stay healthy, and chuck a couple of big days into yourself. Yeah, man. I'll uh, I'll see you there, Handy. Right, take care, Chuck. Appreciate right. the phone call, mate. Thanks, Alex. See you guys. That was a good podcast, would you say? Loved it, mate. Yeah, it was great chatting to Alex. He's obviously a uh, young, talented uh, bike rider. I think he's got a, got a very big future. And, and he's a really good guy on top of that. On top of so that. So you always like to see good guys do well. And uh, what else is important is that uh, this podcast was in no way presented by the Genesee Brewery out of Rochester, New York. Uh, we drank Jenny Light, but we pay full retail. Uh, I'd also like to mention Avery Brewing here in Bold, Colorado. We pay full retail for the White Rascal. Full retail. Full retail. So full thank you very much for that. It was most enjoyable. Yep. And uh, next time is going to be a minute. Yeah, well, actually, obviously, as you know, I'm headed off to Norway. I fly tomorrow, actually. I've got some motor pacing to do um, in Girona with a couple of the guys, and then I fly straight to, to Norway, meet up with the team, and help help the coaches there with, uh, with the, uh, the, the women's and the men's road squad. So I'm really looking forward to it. So it might be it might be 10 days, maybe two weeks before we... Yeah, or maybe we do something long distance. We have a long distance relationship. Always try. Yeah, we could try. They never really work out, but they don't. <laughs> no, no, but we can try. We can try. Yeah. We, can just... we can we can pretend. There you go. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, you will hear from us soon enough.